Why is trading so hard and does it have to be so hard? Let's find out in this week's episode of the Traders Improved Podcast. So hello, welcome back. My name is Rolf. I'm the co-founder of TradeCity and also Edgebonk.com. I've been trading for over 14 years and every Tuesday I release a new podcast episode. And today I will talk about a topic that has come up repeatedly uh, during my last years of mentoring. And it's uh, it's something that I've seen in many, many traders. And I think this is something that can be cured quite easily and it can have a very big positive impact on your trading at the same time. What I have found is that one of the main attributors or attributing factors why trading can be seem so difficult is because everything we do as traders can be seen as a mistake and no matter how good you are doing, no matter how well your trading is going, you probably can always come up with reasons or ways how you could have done a little bit better probably. So when we look at our trades, we often can find winning trades that we should have let run a little bit longer because the price kept going after our exit. We could have often cut our losing trades a little bit sooner and reduce the loss or maybe even let the loss run a little bit longer because the price may have turned around. We also often will find trades where we should have entered a little bit earlier to get a better price or maybe even entered a little bit later to get a better price as well. Or we could have risked more on the winning trades. Obviously, we should have always risked less on our losing trades. And there are many trades that we just missed that we should have taken and that would probably have made a huge uh, impact on our bottom line. We should have probably all bought more Bitcoin in 2014 and so on and so forth. The list goes on and trading is often an endless series of would haves, could haves, should haves and what ifs. And this can eat away at your mental capital very slowly but surely. And if this is not monitored and dealt with, this will slowly eat away your mental capital and it will make trading not as fun. And I've seen it many, many times in traders that report week after week how they could have done or should have done something differently. And this is very, very energy draining and it will just make you tired of trading at one point. And if we are honest, it is very easy to focus on the negative and it's very easy to neglect all the things that we did well. Um, I, th I think it has to be, it's probably also connected to a protection mechanism, which is ingrained in us humans very, very deep. And it's probably still a leftover from tens of thousands of years of evolution because focusing on the negative and focusing on the dangers and the things that can go wrong probably have a much much bigger impact on on life expectancy at least in the past than focusing on the things that did go well um, so i think this is this can often be rooted in in something that is very deep inside of us so this is also why it's very important that you, that we deal with that because if we just let it run unmonitored and unchecked, this can be very, very hard and harmful for our progression as traders because it's just such a deep, integral part of us. And if unchecked and if unmonitored and if you don't have a way of dealing with that, what will happen in your trading, it will manifest in different ways. For example, many traders end up chasing trades or 
people will have a lot of doubts about their strategy, doubts about how they should enter a trade, doubts about exits or targets or stops, or people will, or traders will have bad risk management principles. Maybe they risk too much or they are fearful and don't risk enough, or they just always jump around with their risk management. Some traders will also adopt completely wrong beliefs about the market, something that I will come back to in a bit. And they will assume things about the markets that are not actually true and they're just based on things that they made up in their minds because of maybe the last two or three trades behaved in a certain way. And very often this all comes down to traders feel emotionally drained and trading sometimes is then not fun anymore for those traders. And this means that you are losing your mental capital. And I've talked about this in the past many times. Mental capital is probably more important than monetary capital because you can always get back your monetary capital. You can save more, you can stop trading for a while, uh, work more and then build up your trading capital again. However, if you lose your mental capital and if trading is not fun for you anymore and it's just so painful emotionally, then recovering from that will either take a long, long time or for many people, it's not even possible and then they will just quit trading. So it's very important that we have ways on how to deal with those things that are inevitable in trading. And there are two specific approaches and exercises or just things that you can integrate into your daily and weekly trading that will help you deal with that. First of all, you need to have a very solid trading plan. If you've been listening to any of my previous podcasts, you probably have heard me talk about trading plans and trading strategy plans in depth. And there is there's a reason for that, why I keep talking about that. And a trading plan will help you establish objectivity in your trading and it will help, help also keep you in check and also on track. And you need, as a trader, you need to really define what you're going to do in advance. Professional traders, they don't just jump into trades on a whim. They don't just enter a trade when a chart suddenly looks very interesting or something happens on a chart. Professional, <clears throat> professional, sorry, professional traders plan their trades in advance and they map out potential trade scenarios. They often, and I think um, I like to refer to the book um, Pitbull Champion Trader from Marty Schwartz. And he, I think he, he was the trader who said that he approaches his trades with a if-then scenario, scenario. So he will know when to get in, what has to happen before he will get into a market. And he knows exactly in advance how he is going to respond to what a chart will do. And this is very important but because it will help you, again, integrate a lot of objectivity and it will just help you avoid a lot of emotional mistakes and also remove a lot of those would've, could'ves and should'ves because the trading plan is written before you start your trading day. It is before the market opens preferably and there are no emotions attached. And then once the trading session starts, you can just execute your plan. And this is how it should be. And we all know the quote, plan your trade and trade your plan. And this is very, very applicable. And second, this is something that <laughs> comes up in my mentoring quite a bit. And having a weekly review process to objectively analyze how you really did is very, very important. And um, 
this seems to be one of my major tasks when I mentor traders is to just keep reminding traders that they're on the right track. And sometimes traders have been with us for a few months and they have shown very good progress and the equity graph is going into the right direction. Maybe they are moving from losing traders to break even traders to slightly profitable, but they only look at everything that is still ahead of them. They only look at how far they still have to go to get to a place what they maybe have in mind for, for themselves in the future. And they completely forget how far they have already come. And obviously this, is, this can be very mentally challenging and it can be very exhausting when you only see how much there is still for you to do. And just reminding yourself and having a weekly check-in with yourself or maybe even a monthly check-in to just look at your past trades scroll through your past trade screenshots. This is especially helpful when you see how your analysis has changed, when you see how your skills in approaching a trade and a chart have changed, when you see that your risk management has improved, your errors get uh, fewer and fewer. This can help you already with a lot of um, those would-haves, could-haves and should-haves. And the review process will also help you to get an objective understanding on how you did. Very often, the traders come to me with, a, with strong opinions about what they should have done, or they tell me how the market always does this one thing. And, how, and I, I said it in the, uh, a few minutes ago, many traders adopt wrong beliefs about the markets. And those wrong beliefs are usually based on just maybe the last one, two, three trades. And then traders, this is obviously fresh uh, in their minds. It's on top, of their, on top of their minds. And then they will often alter their trading strategy when they believe that something uh, they should have done something differently. However, if you look at your last 20 trades and you see that, okay, maybe in the last three trades, this didn't work out, but over the last 20 or last 30 trades, I made money following this trading setup and I didn't break my rules and I did everything according to plan and I would just stick to the plan and I keep this consistency up and I, if I keep, um, if I play the, the law of large numbers, which means that you just think in terms of sample size. So you think always in terms of, okay, how did you do over the last 20, 30 trades instead of how did you do on the last two or three trades? Um, that is very, very helpful as well for you. And then you will have a much more objective understanding and you will not doubt your, your strategy. You will not doubt your, your beliefs about the markets or you not have wrong uh, beliefs about the markets. And having a, a weekly review process is just so, so important to just remind yourselves of how did you do? Where did you screw up? If you did even screw up? and if you could have done something better. And it's very, very important that you always objectively look at your trading and ask yourself, objectively speaking, without the benefit of hindsight, could I have known that I should have done something differently? And very often the answer is gonna be no. You couldn't have taken the trade when the signal happened in the middle of the night. You couldn't have known, or you couldn't have picked the absolute top or the absolute bo uh, bottom of a market. And the only thing that you can do is really adjust or listen to your trading plan, follow your trading plan, and then make incremental small adjustments over time. So in summary, what can we take away? First of all, have a clear trading plan before you start your trading day. Know when to get in, know when to get out, and know how to react to 
changes in price movements. That's very important. Second, have a weekly review process. Look at your last trades for the week. Look at your last screenshots. Also have a little bit of a broader review, maybe once a month, once a quarter. You look at your last uh, 30, 40 trades and you look at, okay, how far did you have come? Remind yourself how far you have come. And at the same time, don't be too hard on yourself. Don't compare yourself to other to other people, to other traders. Just focus on becoming better yourself week after week, month after month, and do your own race, run your own race. And then trading will become much more enjoyable and you are not going to lose your mental capital as quickly. And that's it for this week's episode. I hope you got something out of it. I also noticed that a lot of people are leaving comments now on the podcast, which is amazing. So thank you for the ongoing support. And again, keep in mind, next Tuesday, it's Trade Society Tuesday once again.